Welcome to the Benjamin Stewart, Power Half Hour Stewart fans. I'm Chris Pugh. Paul Yanchik's out for the night. But I got Joe Frost with me as usual. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Still surviving. We're just trying to hang on. You know, ultimately, at the end of the Pittsburgh Steelers season, I was so thrilled that we made it through the end of the season. We had our winning season. Ben had his farewell at Heinz Field. We beat the Ravens and kept them out of the the playoffs. At that point, I was happy with the season. I knew we weren't built for a long run. Um, Super thrilled to actually run the gauntlet of all of the crazy things that had to happen that day and make it into the playoffs. That was cool. Um, Having to go up against the Chiefs in the playoffs was a tall order. I wanted a, a... a good representation of what the Pittsburgh Steelers could do. I got some of that in the first half. You actually put up 21 points. You know, I there, if, if you'd have told me that the Steelers were going to score 21 points in the game, we were going to be like, I was like, that's awesome. It was not as thrilling watching it as it, I thought it would have been. Uh, but all told, I was happy with the regular season and how it turned out. I wasn't nearly as humiliated as I thought it was going to be <laughs> about halfway through. It was looking grim. Yeah. The more I watch this game, I kind of, I wasn't angry. Like I was angry last year when they lost to the Browns in the playoffs. Ah, Cause the Browns I, are jerks. I, I just, I, I'm not a Chiefs fan at all. I just, no. I kind of looked at the game and said, what do you expect? Like I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, I did pick the Chiefs to win this. But I wanted to see the Sewers won. I was starting to believe when TJ had that touchdown early Ooh, in the game. Oh, man, that felt so good. Yeah, I was like, man, maybe something like this could happen. But you knew Ben wasn't moving the team. They weren't getting long drives at all. I kind of, once the Chiefs exploded, I'm like, oh, this sucks. But what do you expect? I mean, it, it just seemed, I'll be honest, my most disappointing Sewers playoff loss of all time was the year, I think it was maybe 94 when they played the Chargers, and they lost to the Chargers in the AFC title game. And, dude, this was a Chargers team led by Stan Humphreys. I mean, you know, I mean, this wasn't like we lost to Drew Brees or somebody. I mean, it was – they got upset at home, and, oh, it, it was gross. So, at least if he had to lose, at least lose a team you're underdog to, other than – losing game but where you came in as like a 12 point favorite or something ridiculous like that i uh, i hope you didn't remember that chargers game that was brutal. i did not that was not oh that was awful no the my my heartbreaker will always be the broncos game against tebow yeah and that's that was the a, one oh my gosh can't well, believe that, that happened the Sooners came that game was a favorite but at least you could say well it was at denver uh tough atmosphere but that was still a at Denver, so that meant you couldn't play RC. Right. Yeah, it was tough. And where the where the ball went was would have been where RC would have been. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I understand that. Well, here's what we're going to do with this kind of like special bonus episode for you out there. Um, one of the top quarterbacks, and it seems like that's. I mean, the students have more important. Well, I. I would argue more important holes to fill, but you know, Hey, this is the NFL. This league runs by your quarterback. Yep. And if you're going to win a Super Bowl or compete for a Super Bowl next year, 
here's the problem. You got to beat Patrick Mahomes. You got to beat Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And possibly right with now, a stick. Right. And right now, all you have to offer is uh, well, right now the incumbent is Mason Rudolph. If the season is started tomorrow, we got Mason Rudolph as a quarterback. But you know, no matter what you think about Mason Rudolph, you're you're ridiculous if you say Rudolph's in the same competition as like Mahomes or Allen. I mean, they're going to get boat race if if Mason's your quarterback next year. I don't know about that. Do you think Mason? I'm just throwing this out there. Listen, that season was it two years ago when Mason had to take a bunch of the a bunch of the starts. They still played well. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's not going to get completely, completely crushed. I don't feel that way about him. I know everybody's nervous. And no, I don't feel like he's, you know, the QB1 that everybody's going to be taking first in their fantasy football le- uh, leagues next fall. But I also don't necessarily feel like all is lost if we had to go with Mason Rudolph. Hot take, wild conspiracy theory. Uh, when Ben first got hurt against the Seahawks a couple years ago, Mason came in. He actually played half decent yeah. against uh, um, the um, Seahawks. Uh, can't remember what the next game was, but soon after that, they played Baltimore at home. And the Ravens, my, remember they knocked him out with that like, kind of headshot from, I think it was Earl Thomas at the time, mm-hmm. that we were all getting fired up about. Like, Mason had a concussion. I don't think Mason's played football the exact same way he's had since he had that concussion. Mm. And I've heard some speculation. Uh, you look at the awful night in Cleveland where he and uh, Miles Garrett were going at. Right. Uh, some people said he got fired up because Garrett gave him a shot. He was afraid of another concussion. Mm-hmm. So that's not to say Mason's horrible or Mason can't play. But, you know, he seemed to be a different quarterback from before to after the concussion guy a couple years back. Right. Right. I mean, we it, it takes time to really see. He's had plenty of time, so I get why everybody is, you know, crying out and saying, I don't want Mason because we've already seen what he can do. Like, there isn't, there isn't a mystery anymore. He's not that guy who's just gotten zero playing time uh, and, and so we just don't know what he can do. We we got a pretty solid, we got a good sampling at this point. Right. The sampling isn't as bad as it could be. Like, I think there are worse QB1s to be had in this league than Mason Rudolph. I think so, anyway, but... Right. Well, l- let's take this time... Um, so we kind of talked about Mason Roth for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just throw out some other names in, in the time well, we the, got. The other guys who are on the who are on the roster right now, we still have Dwayne Haskins on the roster. How do you feel about Dwayne Haskins? He's not going to start. Um, you don't think so? I read some things where um, Haskins said they're going to give him every chance to start. Um, in the exit meeting. So it doesn't sound like I cut him. But, you know, I wrote the article on quoting Aditi from FL Network, where she said the Steelers didn't think he was trying hard enough. 
I think what they're doing is they're putting a brave face out there. There's a Mike Tomlin starts whimpering and says, oh, my gosh, I don't know what we're going to do at quarterback. Then he's either, I mean, he's telling you, I'll definitely draft a quarterback number one in the first pick of, of the Steelers this year. Or right. they'll overpay for whatever veteran quarterback you want to trade them. And right. I think Tomlin's playing close to that. Hey, we're going well, to get that. every not chance. A, yeah. That's not a surprise. That's the way he plays. Right. So I mean, I think picking up Haskins in the first place, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a cheap gamble. Right. Relatively, there was a gamble with a low amount of money to say, hey, this guy was a first round draft pick. So you know, it's not, it's, but the the story on him has always been he's not really trying that hard. He's not as trying as hard as he could. Well, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Because I think the Steelers could use their money in other ways, even if it's as high as $60 million. Don't be shocked, in my opinion, if your starters Mason Rudolph, your backup's William Haskins, and your third quarterback's Josh Hoff. Dobbs. I mean, I think that's well, you think Dobbs possible. goes up? What's that? I mean, I'm still – I wouldn't be too shocked if you went if you rolled with uh, – as long as you could keep Haskins under the kind of contract that he's on right now. And he doesn't get offered more than he's probably worth somewhere else. If you can hang on to him, kind of what you're paying him now, because it's under a million. I think it's eight hundred thousand or something. So you're saying Mason uh, one, Mason one, Mason one, uh, uh, keep Haskins, and then the number three maybe somebody you get in the draft, whether or not that's first round or a lower round or whatever else. Having that third guy be somebody who is new. Yeah, and, and that's definitely an option that's out there. I think a lot of it's going to depend on who's there at 20 for the Steelers. Right. Um, now, you can make the argument if they're in love with a guy like a Kane Pickett, they can always trade up to get him. I don't think the Steelers are interested in doing that. They really don't have that many picks this year. I think they're only down to four based on all the trades they made. Yeah. So, you know. I would sit there and say, hey, if at 20, there's a quarterback they really like, don't be surprised if they pick a quarterback at number one. But I don't think they're going to just reach for guys in fears of not going to get anybody. Because you don't, they that. don't have the pieces to, to trade up. Well, well, I mean, you could dip into future drafts or trade a player or two. But, you, you know, the Sooners don't want to. How annoying would that be for Colbert to do that? Yeah, right after you, with, you start trading pieces of other people's draft classes. Yeah, he ends up taking a role with that other team, you know. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing? He trades TJ and me because of the Browns. He's like, oh, I'm going to be a vice for Browns. Ah, the worst. You can't do that. So, I'm not uh, – how do we say this? I'm not super crazy if it's Mason, Dwayne Haskins, and Dobbs. Don't be surprised if it's that, to be honest with you. Um. How many I do wins? think both uh, both Haskins and Dobbs are up for new contracts. Right. So I also wouldn't be too surprised if one of them went somewhere else just because they're both going to be negotiating for the best they can get. Right. And Haskins is out here on discounts. So he may end up somewhere else just because they'll pay more for him. We're just guessing here. Just how, many, how many wins do you think the Steelers have if that's our lineup at quarterback? 
I say six, maybe seven. You don't think they come out with a winning season? Not, not if you got Mason, you know, Haskins. Mason, Dobbs. Haskins, Dobbs. You don't right. think that's a winning team? No. I mean, it won't be an embarrassing piece of wreckage. I think that's a six of them. That's possible. Let's go over um, Vegas. Um, I believe it's Bob uh, Pimpinelli from Pittsburgh. Uh, he retweeted Vegas odds. And I'm not a big gambler, but, you know, Vegas seems to know these things. They got Mason Rudolph as the top odds for being the Steelers' game one starter. I think that's probably true. Guess who's number two? Let's talk about this guy for a minute. Derek Carr, who is your starting quarterback for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And you might be like, hey, they made the playoffs. They're not that bad of a team. I don't disagree with you. But the Raiders have never really turned their full support behind Derek Carr. No. All kinds of rumors saying, man, maybe Russell Wilson goes there if they trade him. Or maybe Aaron Rodgers. He's got home in Vegas. You know? uh, and I'm not sure if that's going to ha- happen either. But um, I don't know. Well, what's your thoughts on that guy? Ah, Derek Carr is the, as the number two possibility, most likely possibility. I don't he's know. Backwards. He's definitely back away from Mason Rudolph. I don't know. Is he his contract is up? Or are uh, we talking a trade? I don't know. You've got that thing in front of you. you yeah. You but I don't to... have all of the let me see. Um let's see if I can find something that I'll put it this way. I watched their current playoff game. It's the Bengals. I watched a little bit more of that one. What bothered me about the situation? There's a lot. Yikes. People who are straight up free agents that are quarterbacks. (laughs) The Bengals didn't really outright win that game. I mean, you know, they kicked four field goals. The Rays kicked five field goals. A lot of teams that could not punch the ball in the end zone. And I'll be honest, that's what bugs me about their car. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's better than Mason Rudolph. I wouldn't want the Steelers to give up a lot or pay him a lot either. Um, I don't see I don't see him as a straight up free agent right now. That would have to be a trade. <clears throat> All right, so here's what I'm thinking. You probably end up paying him eh, maybe fifteen, twenty million, and you give him a draft pick. I can't believe it would be a number one draft pick, but you give him a draft pick. Does that make sense? I don't think so. I tend to agree. Partially because of some of the other people who are are free agents right now that you wouldn't have to trade for, you could just sign, who are signing for a lot less money than that. Here's where I think, if, if I had to pick, and I'm not saying here's the guy I want, but if you had to pick a guy... Um, third on the Vegas list is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I can see him being potential for the Steelers. He doesn't have a super strong arm. He's accurate. I think he can push the ball down the field a little bit more than Ben. Uh, if I had to pick, I think that might be your guy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, that would be another trade situation, I think. Right. But I think... I don't know. I don't... I think you give up more than a third-round pick. I uh, yeah I don't 
I don't know if I'd be, I wouldn't be excited about that. If that happened, I'd go, wow, that's amazing. I don't know if that's a great idea. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't make, make my socks roll up and down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, most of these don't. There aren't many of the right. choices that I think would really, because I know that the big story is going out and, and you know making the making the trade and happen it make it happen with Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, he's not that much younger. Again, we're back to just pushing it down another couple of years. So he's not a long term solution, I don't think. He's only a couple of years younger than Ben. Well, Joe, hold that thought. I'm looking at the time. We need to take a break. Steel fans, welcome back to the Pittsburgh Sewer Power Half Hour special bonus edition. Uh, presumed the behind the network as well as the Ohioan podcast network. And we're throwing out ideas for who could be the Sewers quarterback next year. And it's the pin not- I pulled right before we went to our break was talking about Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Green Bay, okay. to see whether or not he uh, he might be a fit in Pittsburgh. Now, obviously, he's going to have a couple of good seasons left in him, right? But we're talking about another high price tag quarterback that doesn't leave the amount of room to solve a lot of the other problems that you have with the team. This is the interesting thing. He has a problem with Green Bay, but he could be your MVP and Super Bowl winner this year. Yeah. Does he hate Green Bay that much to leave Green Bay after they won Super Bowl? Now, if he loses in the playoffs, well, yeah, if they lose this weekend in the playoffs about something screwy, if they get blown out, hey, the chatter for Rodgers to the Steelers are going to heat up. Right. But if Green Bay wins the Super Bowl, I I don't see him leaving. You just don't see him leaving? If they win the Super Bowl. We almost held out last season. If they fall short. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he could be gone, but if they win the Super Bowl, man, he may not leave. Who knows? Yeah, could be. Um, and you, you can say the same thing about Russell Wilson. Um, you know, the Seahawks are struggling right now. Um, there's been a lot of talk by people saying maybe the Seahawks need to blow it up from scratch. You know, Russell Wilson could be out there. I'm intrigued by him for the Steelers. I want to be the the Cosby right. So. You know, I heard one rumor of Green Bay saying, you know, Green Bay may want a one next year and a third-round pick next year for Aaron Rodgers. If you're the Steelers, would you do a deal like that? No. Too much, you say? Yeah. I wouldn't do it, no. Well, and that's the question you're going to get when you look at a, um, you know, a a Russell Wilson or, or Aaron Rodgers. Right. I think ideally... Like you would take uh, San Francisco if they give you a Garoppolo for a third round pick, I think you're okay. You still bear off the team, but it, it's definitely hard to say. 
Right. Well, I think there are other teams that have more pieces that are going to end up with uh, that are going to end up with Russell Wilson. I think well, he's going to end up in New York. That's in, with the Giants. That's what I think is going to happen. But yeah, oh, that's that's definitely quite possible. Right. Let me throw one more guy at you, and then we'll talk about a couple of rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Winston. Now, James got shipped out uh, Tampa Bay. He had 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, one of the most ridiculous stat lines I've ever seen in football. Yeah. But that said, he saw some talent with him. I don't think he did terrible for the Saints. I don't think he played that much for him either. But hey, he's uh, on he the had block. seven. He had seven games played. I'm looking at this stat line because he's on the free agent pile. Seven games oh, yes, played, yeah. but he only had three interceptions. Right. So, so he's a guy that's out there. I, I keep forgetting he was with the Saints last year. He had to play a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's a possibility. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Definitely a. a, a a lesser price tag than we're talking about with an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson. You know, that makes it a lot easier dealing with, with somebody like Winston. I've heard a lot about um, the possibility with Teddy Bridgewater as well um, coming out of Denver that they may be willing, ready to move on from Bridgewater. Um, yeah. The other, the, and you know, there's a lot of a longer list of people who are going to be available here, but the people who we're talking about bringing in as our, our, our QB one, I think the only other two people who are, where I've heard stuff about where it might be possibilities could be that Marcus Mariota is leaving uh, Las Vegas. Um, he's been there back up for, was it two years? Yeah. Um, and again, is a much more, much, much closer to a budgetary number that I think for bringing him in for a, a couple of years while a new uh, quarterback gets raised up uh, or drafted. I think that might be a budgetary option. And I've heard a lot about Mitch Trubisky leaving Buffalo, Buffalo as their backup. I'll be gut with philosophy. Here's what scares me about um, Mariota. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually played a little bit for the Raiders. They said he had like zero or one pass attempts all year. Um, he is a mobile quarterback, which you know some people in the Sears organization are arguing for. I just don't know if he could pass well enough to be an NFL quarterback right now. They haven't really let him pass. Right. Most of them. I mean, he's played in nine games for 24 snaps, and I'm, I think a lot of those have been designed runs. Right. Or, you know, change of pace type stuff. It's been uh, different different looks. And so he hasn't really stood in there as a, a traditional quarterback in a while. Um, but neither has Trubitsky. Um, Mariota, I think, has got a little bit of uh, uh, injury history that might be concerning. And then Trubisky and his stint in Chicago – was in and of itself concerning. His stats weren't terrible in Chicago. No, I don't know but... if he's your franchise quarterback. Though. Right. Um, Vegas, it's funny, fifth on their list is the first rookie. Uh, they're looking at the possibility of Kenny Pickett. Um, you hear a lot of good things about Kenny Pickett. My only fear is hopefully there's not too much hype because he came from Pittsburgh. If he ended up picking him, hopefully he's willing to put the work in there. Do. And I might, I don't have any reason to think he won't or can't, but 
it is a concern. Yeah, I mean, that's – I think he's as, – as far as all of the rookies go in the draft things, I think there's a there's a sent, he's the sentimental favorite just because he's the hometown guy. Uh, I don't necessarily know if he's the he's the right fit. I mean, he's his stat lines have improved in the past couple of years, and but obviously that's a hometown hero kind of thing, and there's there's something to be said for a team rallying ar- around a hometown hero. But uh, I also don't necessarily think he's going to be available at twenty. The only other guy that Vegas um, offers is a rookie. Uh, and, you know, he played for what, Mississippi, did he? Matt Coral? Corral. Corral? Uh, Old Miss, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your feelings about him? Uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good quarterback. <laughs> uh, he's not a big guy, which is something that has always led to success with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their best quarterbacks have been you know, bigger figures. He's a little undersized for what Pittsburgh usually has, but he's got the skills and got good athleticism. I just, when I'm looking at quarterbacks and what I think I want to watch as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I do not want them to get caught in the trap that everybody seems to be enamored with is quarterbacks who are also runners. I don't want to get into that. I don't, that's not a game I want to play, you know, so the being lauded for their speed or athleticism is not something that's a selling point for me. But I also think Corral is likely to go earlier in the draft. I don't think either of those guys are going to be available at 20. Yeah. There are too many people who are further down that list, uh, further up that list who need quarterbacks. Very good. Um, hey, we are getting close to the end of our time. Uh, let's end up by saying this. And who knows? There's going to be a bunch of names coming out. I'm sure there will be su- a surprise release that, you know, and, and, hey, we're here every week. So we'll we'll definitely keep up with the latest on the news there. Uh, what's your basic strategy you're doing, Joe, if you're the GM? Are you drafting a quarterback early? Are you saying, you know, let's get one of these free agents out there? What's your, what's your basic strategy if you had to pick? I think we look for what's available at 20. Um, I think there, I think a quarterback should be selected at some point in this draft. Um, preference would be first or second round. If there is one of these guys that, that have been scouted and really are a good fit and that are available at 20, I really think they should be considered. Um, but I don't think any of them really should be expected to be drafted and immediately start. Okay. So I think, you know, the strategy is going to be draft that next franchise guy, but we're going to have to do a year with Rudolph or Mariota or Trubitsky or somebody like that is going to have to get us through the next year, year and a half. And the way the magic worked for us last time was having that guy ride the bench for a little bit when somebody went down and that's a reason to pick up Mariota because he might go down early. Uh, uh, then somebody comes in and then plays for the next 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it. 
I'm all for getting that quarterback. I, I, I hate watching the sucky quarterbacks play. But, you know, I don't want to see him overspent. And, and I'm afraid that if you're at 20, you're overspending. If you go quarterback there, I, I think the Russell Wilson, um, Aaron Rodgers thing sounds appealing. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but it's all the money at the side for him. Yeah. yeah, I'm just hoping they can make smart choices. I, and we'll I think my. I think I think my strategy definitely would be uh, finding one of those journeymen who can make it work. I don't know yeah. if I would go as far as, as picking up uh, Fitz Magic. I don't know if that's that's what I'd be looking for because man, that guy's really we we don't need to trade we don't need to trade up for another guy who is the same age. Um, well, I'd like to get somebody a little bit younger than than Roethlisberger. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're against our time. So thanks for listening to the bonus episode of the Pittsburgh Steel Power Half Hour on BeyondSilkRit.com as well as the Ohio Network. Uh, check in with us on Ohio Network. Subscribe. Lots of fun stuff going on there. Well, Joe, I, I, I'm hit, I've hit a wall, so I better let you go. Yeah, it's about uh, that time. For Joe, it's Chris. Thanks for checking out our show. Have a great night.